who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Who wants to go on an adventure? I know I do. If you do too, head on over to joffreys.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact Blend. This coffee was inspired by Tiffin's restaurant over at the Animal Kingdom. This coffee has the world's oldest blend of Ethiopian and spicy java beans. It has intense aroma balanced with fruit and floral notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I went on an adventure this morning, and it kept me going all day long. If you're ready for an adventure, head on over to joffreys.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact. And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Gennetti, joined tonight by my co-host extraordinaire, who sounded like he just fell down a flight of stairs. I actually just Dave moved my Koch. chair. Oh, okay. You want to restart right? that? Everything's okay? Yeah, no? actually, why, yeah. Why are we going to restart? No, no, we'll no we'll I don't want to restart. Why? Continue why? On. Yeah, we're fine. Let's continue so. on. Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. Oh, thank goodness. We're so lucky that they did. And our Southern Canadian, one of our Mickey dudes, rotating commentators, Chuck Fitzgerald. I want to say, besides our tourists, what do they know? But I also want to point out that I am not the reason that we were off the rails for five minutes after starting the call. Oh, that no, that doesn't was count though, because we fault. just started the show, so that was another thing. Well, no, but I just want to point out, 90% of the time, it's me that gets us off the rails. This time, it wasn't. It was me making an ex- obscure uh, Charles in Charge re- reference and then going into It's Baywatch. not really an obscure reference if we all sang the theme song. We sang the theme yeah. song, and then we started talking about the, uh, Baywatch, so it was a Nicole Eckert uh, reference. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that's probably not going to make the air. But hey, Dave, yeah, if, you wanna put, if, if you want to put the singing or the Charles in Charge part of us singing that um, towards the end of the show, feel free. You know, I think we might get picked up by a record label. Awesome. Will do. No. <laughs> all right. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our show is going to be all over the place, kind of like this beginning part of the show and the conversations <laughs> that we were having. So we're going to we're going to be full of rumors, news, rants, some some reasons why Chuck is wrong and Dave is going to be wrong, which I know for a fact is going to come up um, quite often, actually. So, and since I know that Dave 
and Chuck are, are going to be wrong on a few things tonight. I'm going to start right off the bat. And, you know, before we went on, as we were talking about Charles in Charge and we were talking about Baywatch and stuff like that, we got into this topic a little bit. And Chuck it was biting his tongue and just ready to come right at me for it. So I'm going to start off with this very simple idea. The, mini, the minivans have been rolled out throughout property. So they're in every resort now. And you can get in this this really cute van that, you know, has polka dots on it. They're awesome. And I, get, I bet you it's a fantastic experience. Okay. But for $25, one way. Okay, it's not both ways. It's not round trip. That's $25, one way. It is probably, in my opinion, the biggest ripoff or one of the biggest ripoffs that you can have on Disney property. When you can take a free bus or you could take an Uber for a third of the cost. I don't know, Chuck. I don't see how you're going to be right on this. But you wanted to say something. You wanted to jump on me as soon as I brought this up pre-recording. So the floor is all yours. Prove to everybody how you're going to be wrong. So for starters, I want to point out that we are actually recording this in 2018, even though Pat's references were from the early 90s. Um, were you even born in the early 90s? I was. Okay, I wasn't old enough to remember anything. Well, that's not entirely true, actually. (laughs) Anyways, um, why is this a ripoff, Pat? It's $25. Time is money. There is a huge, huge fact that when you have to do anything with Disney transportation, that is the free variety, you are spending a ton of time waiting in that transport. Whether you're waiting in the line to get to the bus, whether you're waiting in the four lines to get to the bus, the next four buses because you know it's the end of the night and you're trying to get back to pop century or whether it be trying to go from park to park or hotel to your own hotel you're not there's no direct route i mean yes you can uber but that's not the same disney bubble that some people do go to disney world for yeah it's 25 dollars. yeah it's expensive yes it used to be 20 dollars, and i don't know how they justified the extra five dollars but that doesn't make it a ripoff I think if you value your time that much in Disney World, there's no reason that you shouldn't spend the $25. How about this? Slow down and take it all in. I don't see why. No, you're wrong. Why am I wrong? Why because you're going to take it all in at what? The bus stop? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, little Johnny, I hope you enjoy those exhaust fumes. Those are some of my favorite. You know, if you can I'm surprised you can even remember that. it. Why? After sucking in all the exhaust fumes. <laughs> Anyway, um, but what I'm saying is very simply this. Now, maybe I'm the lucky one, and I understand that people keep saying that Disney bus transportation is terrible. The only time I ever seem to have a problem with Disney bus transportation is coming out of Disney Springs. For whatever reason, Disney Springs, it's a 40-minute wait, half an hour wait all the time. That part drives me insane. But from my hotel... I never tried to get from hotel to hotel. Well... From from where when I'm using the bus system, I'm going to a park. If I'm going to a park, then I go back to a different hotel. You're right, but obviously you can't take a bus from uh, hotel to hotel, or you do. You got to take it down to Disney Springs and you know get a connector, or take it to a park and get a connector. And Enjoy your seventy minute journey. Okay, now then that if that's the case, then I'm going to get an Uber instead, and that's going to be cheaper. So well, I'm going to sa- I'm going to save the same amount of time. The time is money. Great, I save if time and I save money. Okay, so I will tell, uh, and I'm not going to even try to argue the fact that Uber is cheaper, but there are people that would prefer to be in the Disney bubble. Have you ever done a minivan, Pat? No, and 
I don't think I, I well, I can't say I don't think I ever will, but I, I may do it once. But you should. I just don't you see need it. to do it once before you can just write it off and say, oh, it's not worth it. No, I'm not writing it off, but I still, but I'm still gonna say, I'm still gonna say it's a ripoff, money-wise, monetarily. It, when you have a cheaper option of free, but then if you don't like that because of the idea that time is money, fine, I get that. But then you have the cheaper option of Uber, much better. Once you guys finish arguing, I have some insight into this. It's probably well, going to be wrong as well. It's going to be go a ahead. little bit, but Pat, until you have done a minivan, you can't write it off. I mean, you get the Disney music that everyone loves to listen to. Well, us, not we're not normal. You um, did. I what, didn't what get you that on my experience. Well, ask oh, the driver see, to turn it off. So it's not. So it's not as good. Not but necessarily. You I'm actually on Chuck's side on this one, but let's. let's yeah, I know. Let's, let's, I know. Let's, let's let Chuck finish. You get the Disney cast member carting you around, which you could get through Uber. You're not going to get a retired police car, which we got once. That was weird. You know, you could see the bolts where they had the, uh, the spit cage in it. Um, <laughs> I, like, you don't know what you're getting with, with Uber sometimes. I'm, I wish I was kidding about that. I really wish I was kidding about that. Um, but with the minivans, you're getting a safe, reliable transportation. You're getting the Disney experience. You're getting the Disney cast member. But you know what? You're also getting the Disney price. And it is worth it at least once on your, your trip because it saves you. If you want to go the free route, it saves you the 70-minute voyage um, to go to God knows where through the Disney bus and hope that they bring you to the right place. Oh, okay. Uh I'm going to tell you this. I will try it, and I will try it once. But it's not. I'm not going to change my mind about the the. I promise you, you will be wrong. No, I, I, you I'll will change your mind. Oh, oh no, no. I'm not saying I'm not going to like it. That's not what I'm saying. I will like it. I'm sure I will like it. I'll like anything with Disney. But at the same point in time, if I could go around and do it through an Uber, I'll be happier saving that money. That's just me. But this is also coming from the guy that you know wanted a cheap dinner. You know, cancel. Narcoosies and then spent $300 at tra uh, Trader Sam's. So, yeah, you know, nailed that one. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not too bright when it comes to money. All right, Dave, jump in. What do you got? Okay, so I have two things. So, I used a minivan myself. It was during a Run Disney weekend, and during Run Disney weekends, I'm busy. I have to go and see a bunch of people, and I also was running a race. So, I actually spent longer in a park than I actually should. I should have been in bed. And at that point, I didn't actually have the option on Lyft to order one. So my friend who actually was a cast member who stayed at the, I believe it was the boardwalk when they were running the pilot program uh, on a cast member rate, was able to get a um, code from them to basically program his Lyft to, to uh, order them. And he ordered one from me. I was at the Magic Kingdom. And they picked me up where there was a huge line for the bus. And yes, I paid the 20 bucks to get there where it, when you do the math of what the price of a, uh, of a value resort is, it really didn't work out. But the woman who picked me up, she was so friendly. She told me about the fleet. She told me like random facts about Walt Disney World. It was such a nice experience that at the end... I didn't mind paying the money. I had such an enjoyable time. Now, that same friend, uh, I can't really mention names because I don't know how uh, it works. Over, that, that's over fine. There. We don't need that. But uh, he uh, worked for he works for primarily the fire department at uh, Disney. 
He uh, works in the communications department. He's had a, a very successful career as a volunteer EMT. He moved into uh, communications in the Nassau Police Department. And he in the uh, college program, he drove a monorail. He uh, took a trip down to Disney World and on a whim, just uh, applied for a job down with the with the Reedy Creek Fire Department. Reedy Creek is the improvement th district that uh, Disney is governed by, pretty much. It's basically one of uh, Walt Disney's dummy corps. And uh, he actually got the job. And now, uh, about maybe... Uh, actually, last week, he earned his polka dots because uh, on... As a side job, he finally got a job as a uh, minivan driver. Now, this guy, if you were to get him on a minivan, this guy's service would be second to none. He works tirelessly to keep everybody safe at Walt Disney World. He loves his job. He loves his time working in Disney. Now he's back as a Disney cast member. And he told me the interview was rigor rigorous. They asked him all various different things about Walt Disney World, like what's Akershus? He had to tell them that it's a character meal in Epcot. He had to tell them the general pricing of it. He had to tell them all these different things. And then, they, and then he had to basically create an itinerary for a family who was asking, well, what do I do in Walt Disney World? What can be, what can be the most magic at that point? He had to come up off the top of his head on the cuff to basically make all different different uh, suggestions on what could make a family's trip most memorable when he was interviewing for this part-time job. He just got, he's working full-time for Reedy Creek and now he's working minivans. And I know based on the information that I got from my minivan driver and the fact that he's uh, looking into his Disney trivia and everything, I know that this guy, based on the service that he gives to everybody, he's going to make magic for his clients. 20 bucks, fine. He's going to end up basically giving them a really nice ride, give, making them relaxed, enjoy the experience. Yeah, it's a little bit expensive. You're going to save money on an Uber, but he's one of these people that just embodies what a Disney cast member is. So if you actually mm -hmm. do get this individual and again i don't know if i can use his name so i'm going to keep his name out of it but i know that he will definitely give you service that is second to none and for that reason i see the intrinsic value of the minivans in that way can one say that they are ripoffs maybe yes but based on that they actually have their drivers well mm -hmm. equipped to help you enjoy your experience most so i'm going to say that yeah you are paying a premium, but there is some there is some substance behind that premium. All right. Wait. wait time out. Time out. No, time all out. right. Go ahead. Pat, you, your argument is that it's a ripoff, right? Yes, that's it. And, no, that, and that there's that cheaper options elsewhere. It wouldn't be that I wouldn't enjoy it. Well, no, no, no. Hey, and that I there's cheaper it. options elsewhere, right? Yes. So you like pizza, right? Yes. And there's multiple places to get pizza, right? But you would you would probably say that Via Napoli is one of the better options to get pizza. No, I'd go to Blaze in a heartbeat. Mm, okay. Well, if you're trying to feed your whole family. Okay, I got your point. Um, how much is a large pizza at Via Napoli, by the way? Like 40 bucks. Yeah. How how much is a large pizza at, like, 
Domino's? Like $7.99. Okay. You see what my point is? Mm, yes, you can get a better pizza via Napoli for three times the price. Okay, I wouldn't. I would say it's better, but the, it's not three times better than Domino's. Correct. So, so there's options the to get neither, lesser neither, service neither, for cheaper. The minivan. No, there, there's options to get lesser service for cheaper, but it doesn't make it as good. Correct. And the other and thing I'm not too is that. they will pick you up at the bus stop. So if you anywhere, go, yeah, if you go to one of the bus stops and you see this huge line for your resort, you can get a minivan. Yeah. You, the buses are free, but if what's what's worth it to you, you can get a service that's going to take you to your hotel in 20 minutes, or you're going to wait about an hour and a half for a bus because there's so many buses that have to come to load up before you actually get in. So, again, right there, there's a trade-off. Yeah, there's a little bit of money that needs to be spent and everything, but, you know, you have that option. All right. All right, let's let's move on and just just agree to just. Well, no, actually, I, 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 love, I think we're I love all. How he just uh, he just cuts us There's, off because we my just Domino's pizza gave a better argument. argument. Is, and is it, isn't to, like, the, so isn't isn't this the idea? Change the whole subject and move isn't, on to the next one. But he well, I mean, he does have a point. By the uh, well, here's here's the here's the only thing so. I'm saying. Here's the only thing that I'm saying. Okay. I agree with everything you said. I would enjoy a minivan then, much more than we're Uber. Right. And exactly. a, and then, a, then, you're, then we're right. There's no argument. No. You just, no. You just See, my only my point was, and you guys obviously didn't understand the English language that I was speaking. I'm just telling you, there are ripoff. That's all. So uh-huh. is the pizza at Via Napoli. It's exactly. forty bucks for a large. So, in all honesty, most of Disney is ripoff. So okay. Actually, this you argument, know don't you're, go. You're, all you're of, right. All of no, you're Disney World is right. a rip- ripoff. I love. Right. I love Disney. So I love Mickey. But let's just face it: the mouse is a rat. Yeah. It is what it is. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. So speaking of moving on, but I will want to say two things really quick about your friend at Reedy Creek. I guarantee, if he was driving my minivan, I would love it because I know exactly who you're talking about. I and I know he's a, he's a stand-up guy. Uh, speaking of Reedy Creek as well. I, I would love to. Let me put it this way. I talk every day to you guys in Facebook chat. I have another chat going on with this guy and somebody else who happens to be a very important part of my life. And I love her just as much as you guys. So it's just my everyday constant conversations with you guys and these two under these two other individuals purely just make, make me smile from ear to ear every day. So... I must, I, I must say that uh, you guys and this other group totally enrich my life. So thank you. Disney has Aww. Disney is the gift that keeps on giving. Thanks, Dave. You're the best. No. All right, but I, I, but I do want to say one thing. So on our last trip in April, my wife, um, we were getting on the boat to go from the Magic Kingdom to the Polynesian, and she happened to just. I, we don't even know what happened. Somehow she twisted her ankle getting onto the boat. And um, it was pretty severe and to the point where, you know, they, they actually had to call uh, Reedy Creek in just to check her out. And uh, I cannot say this enough. The the service by all the paramedics through Reedy Creek um, and everybody that they sent were top notch. They were phenomenal. They, they treated her with with respect with dignity she was a little embarrassed and you know and really took care of her you know with the health the health care that she needed so uh reedy creek guys thank you very much for that second thing talking about your friend that's now a part-time cast member here's another rant that really is driving me nuts now at the beginning of the year or february march that time you know 
the cast members were all supposed to get a thousand dollars from Disney, and they still haven't gotten it yet because they're in such contract turmoil, and they're you know using it as almost a a negotiating tool like you know you signed your contract you know you want $15 an hour we're going to give you 1050 and then an hour and then you could have your $1000 or whatever here's the thing disney do me a large favor the amount of money that you're spending on everything or that you're charging i should say not spending um you know why not give it to your frontline cast member just because that's exactly who makes the magic exactly what dave said before the frontline cast members the ones that are making the right now $10 an hour or $12 an hour, depending on what job they have, are the one that the people interact with the most. And it's about time that I think, you know, Bob Iger and all the, you know, the big guns figure this out, that if we keep getting nickel and dimed for everything, then sooner or later, people are going to stop coming because the magic is not going to be there. It's going to be lost. Now, for us diehards, yes, you know what? We're probably going to keep coming back, but there's even a little bit of a there's going to be a, a point where we say enough is enough as well. But that one family that, that really, you know, is going for the first time and they're, they're expecting all these magical things and they're getting nickeled and dime. And then the cast members aren't making the money that they need and they're stressing out about things at home. Guess what? They're not making the magic like they should. So I think, Disney, I think it's about time that you just, you know, I'm not saying pay them $15 an hour. You could well afford it by far, but I think it's about time you give them the $1,000. Just my little rant there. I cannot, I cannot really make a comment on this because I am looking to make a move to Florida, and as a teacher, I am making a very nice salary right now, and I know I'm going to have a huge pay cut when I go to Florida, and I might have to actually, in my summer vacation, go as a seasonal employee and be a uh, Disney cast member, so... I have to keep mum on this because I'm going to need to have to make a living, but uh, <laughs> I have, I have to plead the fifth on this one. So, Chuck, go with what you got to do. But I honestly, right now, my inkling is if I have to do what I have to do, I'll go part-time. I'm not going to be able to go part-time at Disney because they want three days. And as a teacher, that's just not conducive to what I'm going to be able to do. But I might have to go part-time at Universal, which will allow me two days, but... That's the that's the most I can say on this. Chuck, take it away. So, I don't fully agree or disagree with you, Pat. Um, Disney should pay their cast members more. Universal should pay their cast members more. Every corporation should pay their employees more. Um, that being said... Disney is really under no obligation to give these thousand dollar bonuses. Um, they they did it. They actually agreed to it. No, they didn't. They said they would in the news media. They didn't agree to it. If you can show me in. Okay. All right. So I, I'll tell you, I'll buy you Victoria and Albert's next time I see you, Dave. It's not going to freaking happen. Um, but I'll hold it over your head for the rest of the Okay, of the and that's exactly that what the cast it. members are going to do. Disney's under no obligation to do it. I think what Disney's under an obligation to do, and I would glad... It, I'm not a cast member. I'm. It, it is Honestly, what it is. Chuck, though, I think we just have a verbal contract now. You just said, on, no. I have a recording of you saying that you will buy me Victoria and Alberts. I'm, I'm pretty sure I said I could of, say. We, have, we get about maybe, uh, what is it, uh, 450 downloads plus a week. I mean, not as much as. I'm other, not done arguing with ones, Pat. Can you let me finish arguing with Pat? That, will, that just heard you say you would buy me 
Victoria and Alberts at one point. So I'm going to have to hold ah. you to that. I know it's not going to happen, but right now you are. But if it doesn't, you are in in uh, violation of a verbal contract. Dave, I, I never heard Chuck say that. I'm just saying. Go on, Chuck. Very good then. Well, so get, moving get on. The crap um, so Disney is under no obligation. Yes, it, it's a bad PR move to not do it. Um, it would cost Disney pennies, really, uh, on what they make in profits from parks and resorts alone. But, at the, like I said, Disney's not obligated to do this. They said they would. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. A lot of people, Disney may as well be in politics. They say things all the time. They're roughly running for class president in the sixth grade where they claim no more homework ever and realize, okay. well, maybe that's not feasible. Or maybe I, I, I don't I, have that type of control. I won my seventh grade election by saying extra recess for everybody. And I yeah, how'd that work out? It was great. I was president of my class for a long time. Right. Did you have extra recess? No. Well, actually, I think if the student <laughs> body president of my school said no more homework ever, it would make my life so much easier. I would be the one out there campaigning for them. That or no test. That's a, it's a real, I would that's be, a really I would good be point. out there. When my homeroom actually, when my homeroom actually voted for student body president, I think what I would have to do is I would just get out the whiteout and I have to change all the ballots at that point because it would make well, my life so much easier. I think Disney needs to pay their employees more. I can almost, almost guarantee you that their cast members would give. I don't know what the wages of a cast member are but would give up the $1,000 bonus if they got a $15 an hour, uh, what is often on, referred to as a living the, wage. Uh, your, your regular run-the-mill cast member, minimum wage. Yes. And that's, so they would, and that's the issue because I have 20 years in a hotel experience. And if so I, 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 I don't want to speak Disney for hotels people. on the side, I'd be making minimum wage. That's an issue for I, me. I don't want to speak for people. I don't want to tell them or say that I would give up or they should give up the $1,000 bonus for a living wage or a $5 an hour increase. But that $1,000 bonus, I hate to tell you this, it's going to be taxed. And it's going to be taxed at like 50%. So your $1,000 really quickly just became $500. So you, at a you five... decrease your withholding. No. it Okay, you decrease your withholding and you pay it back <laughs> at the end of the year. Actually, now, when wait, you I, decrease your... But you know what? If you do that, at least you're not giving the government a interest-free loan. Okay, so this has been tax advice by Dave. Yeah. Um, so for easy math, minimum wage in Florida is what? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea, but I do believe all cast members make $10. I think, okay. that's, their, I think that's their starting line now. Okay, so for the course of... 50 bucks at $10 an hour to a $15 an hour. So you're talking $500. That would be 100 hours. So in three weeks, you would make the same amount that you would be making in that bonus. Oh, yeah. I agree. And here's the so thing. So let's, let's you know. look at this logically then. Do, do the cast members deserve some type of incremental increase? Yes. But you, everyone needs to remember that that $1,000 that they're flashing out is taxed. I just got a, a little bonus at work. It was like 450 bucks because of performance or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, you want to know how much I took home? Like 250. It was cut down 50% through no doing of my own that no one thinks about. Everyone talks about these bonuses. 
Like, oh, I made a $3 million bonus. Great. What were you taxed? So let's, if you really want to bargain with Disney or collectively bargain with Disney, look at the bigger picture. Don't, and this isn't just a Disney thing. It's a, it's a everybody thing. Don't focus on minute details when the instant gratification is going to be less than the greater good. But instant so, gratification is so much fun. Yeah, because it's instant. Um, Correct. Don't, don't sell yourself short. I mean, think long term. That that thousand dollars, it's not an every year thing. It's not. It's a one time thing. If if Disney's offering fifteen dollars an hour or the thousand dollar bonus, I'm taking fifteen dollars an hour just because it's going to make more in the long run. Yeah, but I don't. What I think Disney's is doing is they're saying ten dollars and fifty cents or eleven dollars, and then you get the thousand because they do they they have really smart people just like you chuck and they figured out the math as well and i don't think i you know i don't think they'll ever get up to 15 dollars an hour I but you know i you know I, I hope they do and, and disney could afford it that is for certain but let's move on to our, our next topic of the evening um so another rumor or uh, it's more it's it's probably a little bit less than a rumor now and i know we talked about it on a past confirmed show. yes it, you know it's pretty much it it's pretty much confirmed now. Um, you know, a new hotel is going to be going up over at Fort Wilderness. And, you know, from the, you know, I was reading something. Um, I think it was Disney Tourist blog today, if I, if I remember correctly. It, you know, it's something like the idea of specs of like 1,300 rooms and, you know, like 900 are going to be for DVC. And then the other ones are going to be um, over for regular rooms and regular guests and things of that nature. But um, so that that one's pretty much, you know, a done deal and as Chuck just yelled confirmed I think that's you know pretty much on you know a done deal like I said and then there's the hotel over at Epcot which I find to be really really strange because I don't know if there's another or if there's really a need for a another hotel that close to Epcot I don't know if the appeals there um, for Epcot um, to get another uh, hotel that close to it uh, you know you do have the boardwalk you have the beach club you have the Yacht Club, you have Swan and Dolphin, all within walking distance. And now with the gondolas coming in play, it will even bring even uh, other hotels even closer. But, but Chuck, what do you think about – pretty much that's true. I, I, the gondolas are going to be such a disaster. Um, but, Chuck, what do you think about these two new hotels um, going up, one in the Magic Kingdom area and one in the Epcot area? Disney needs more uh, heads and beds, and they need more space to put the heads and beds. I have – no problem with this. If Disney does it right, which lately I'm a little skeptical at, um, if they make good decisions on the design for these, I have no problems with extra hotel rooms. The the Epcot one uh, um, should be well done. If Disney has any experience with building hotels right off of the uh, the property, they or if Disney's prior experience and prior de dealings with building hotels right off of um, park property is any indication, it's going to be fine. I'm thinking Grand California, and I'm thinking, what's the other one in Disneyland? What's the, the, the Disneyland Hotel? Eh, whatever. I think it's Grand <laughs> California anyway. That's the one that's yeah, inspired that's, that's, like uh, Wilderness and Lodge. And, uh, and that's the one that goes right into DCA. Yeah. Okay, then yes. If that's an indicator, now that is a big if, and I, I'm talking in very general hypotheticals now, that Disney's going, going to do it right. 
I mean, some of the other podcasts will say, oh, well, what's the room choice is going to be fireworks or gravestones? Because, you you know, if it's covering up the front, you're going to be looking at the uh, leave a legacy headstones. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think I, think I think I think yeah. Well, I know what you're talking about. I think they're getting rid of those anyway. So. Well, I mean, I I like them for what they are. I don't think they make much sense though. No, true. They don't. Um, Disney has a long history of doing things a quarter of the way. I'm looking at you. Uh, leave a legacy stones over in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> I you know, I my wife and I when we were walking from we stayed uh, one night at the Contemporary and we were when we were walking. And, and actually, they had them towards the poly as well. Um, and we were walking through the Magic Kingdom, you know, and to see the stones with, like, you know, the bricks with your names on them and all that stuff. How cool would – I don't know why they don't sell those anymore. That drives me insane. I'm like – Well, it's kind of like a time capsule right now. We're getting way off topic right now. Yeah, it's, sh- it's shocking. All right, and you, <laughs> you, all right so back, back to the hotel idea. All right, so the Epcot thing, and, and, I, and I like the idea of having a hotel like Grand Californian where you can, you know, walk right into the park. That's what's going to happen with the Star Wars Hotel over in Hollywood Studios. I like that idea. But, you know, if they put the Epcot, new Epcot hotel over by the buses or they put it over, you know, because they can't put it over by where Guardians of the Galaxy are going. It's just, it's just, it's not going to be enough room over there. You know, I just, I don't know if Epcot has, has the, has the need for it. I know what you're saying though. There, you know, you know, you need the be- the heads in the beds. And, you know, this brings you back to Michael Eisner when he just went through, you know, the Disney decade and they they built all these hotels, you know, and the expansion was insane. And I think we're getting to a point like that now. The occupancy rate is ridiculously high. And, yes, they do need more hotels. But right now, if you're going to build one right at Epcot and you're going to build one off of uh, the campgrounds over, but, you know, um, for let's call it what it is. River country. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, but here's the thing. Those are going to be expensive hotels those are going to be deluxe everything is an expensive hotel though well but that's my point like we need to you know another rant's coming but i think disney really needs to start uh, catering a little bit more to the family that's gonna want to stay at all stars or or i know they don't have to and you're absolutely right when you boil it down to it they don't have to you're right there is no why the why is to make money and they're gonna make money because it's gonna be i stay i stay dvc so it really doesn't make a difference to me i'm always gonna be staying deluxe and you know, oh, but that, well, but no, that's just the way it is. I, they don't have other ones, you know. Take, and, take your monocle and, out, Pat. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take it out and then I'll spend the money in Trader Sam's. Um, but you know, so to me, it doesn't really matter what they build, it's not going to affect me. But I think that they need to start building some moderates at least, kind of find this happy middle ground. But you know, they're going to keep building DVCs, new DVCs, new DVCs because they constantly make money. You're paying you your dues every year you're paying money every year for them so there's an automatic you know paycheck that's automatically going to be cashed so they're not with that you know they're they're smart to make more dvcs but i still think they need to make some more hotels for other people at the same point in time that that's going to be that's going to afford it but you know again if you want to get to disney just being for you know the top five percent in the country or the top ten percent of the country you know that can afford it hey so be it it is what it is um you know i can't i can't stop them from doing that it, you know it is america this is you know you part USA. of the deal. USA. <laughs> you know, it's part of the deal, and I get it. And it's it's all about making the money. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's I capitalism. I can't fault them. Yeah, I can't but fault at, at the same point, I don't think they have an inherent right to do good by those of us that can only stay at values. I, I don't think they have an inherent right to do good by anybody. They're a business. Yeah. I mean, Disney, 
sold itself and developed itself on the reputation of a family-friendly park, which what which family-friendly also included budget. But at the same time, if they're building more deluxe hotels, that's fine. Because one of two things are happening. They're going to be oversaturated with empty rooms and there's going to be a discount. Or there is going to be a influx of people who are saying, oh, I don't want to stay at Pop. I want to stay at this new deluxe. So I'll wait a year. I'll wait two years. I'll save that extra money and I'll go do that. Meanwhile, I'll be over at All Star Sports. Well, there'll be, there'll be plenty of room there for you. To well, invoke Jurassic Park, they'll have a coupon day. You know, speaking of Jurassic Park, why did they keep building the park? It went went wrong every single time. Uh, um, and every single time they thought, you know, this time's going to be different. We're going to have to have All another right, um, Minion Dudes uh, discussion on that. Because now that, with the new, uh, now that the new Jurassic Park movie is out, I was with my father watching uh, Solo. And the uh, coming attraction for that came on. And we, two of us just looked at each other and were like, why? Because it makes money. I'm gonna, um, you know, remember those? Sh- remember the show a long time ago that we did, and you know, it was a confession show where we talked about things that you've we never done seen. Jurassic it. Park, you monster! Yeah. <laughs> did you I, read the I book? Gonna, I, I was. What's reading? I was gonna say, do you uh, do, do you know how to read? Yeah, I've I, here. I, I I've read like seven to ten books See, cover to cover Jane, in my life. Run. Run, Jane, run. See, Those one, books uh, were all Dr. Seuss notes. Play. Fox, box, socks, knocks. Knocks in box. Fox in socks. Bim comes, Ben comes. Bim brings Ben's broom. Ben brings Bim's what, broom. Wait, Bim's what is what is Ben doing? doing? Vocal Brace. exercises? Pat, don't touch Fox it. Fox and socks. Oh, sorry, my bad. Favorite Dr. Seuss books. Bim's bent broom breaks. Luke Luck likes lakes. Luke Luck's, Luke's, Luke's hey. Luck likes lakes. Okay, Luke we have Luck we have completely Luke's lost everything. Luke's Fine, we have like fifteen. Let's Dave. just let Dave Luke's go. Luke takes right. licks and lakes that Luke Luck likes. Luke Luck takes licks and lakes. Luke's duck likes. Sorry. What it's worth, Dave is reading this off of memory. Like when, he doesn't have a book in front of him. When Tweedledee's battle the, is a Tweedledee. If you really battle. listen to when what they did, it's kind of naughty. Tweedledee battle. Dave, paddle battle. Oh. Sorry. And when they battle in a puddle, it's a tweedle beetle nope. puddle paddle battle. Sorry. This okay. rhyming Wednesday has been brought to you by Dave Koch, even though we aren't on a Wednesday and this is being released on Thursday. Allegedly. Okay. Sounds good. It depends on how long it takes. All right. So. Watch out. <laughs> well, We've been good. Well. Now we have. So far. We've now... been coming out on Fridays. <laughs> Life is just. <laughs> The New York State exams have been coming uh, really uh, bad, and I've been pretty much inundated with grading papers. And I'm like, as much as I love this podcast, I have to do my job and be right, do right by my students and actually grade papers so I can get them back. And this is taking a backseat for my Wednesday editing, and hey. it's been coming out Friday well, or Monday yeah. morning. No, nothing, 15 nothing minutes. wrong with that. Until we have to be off. We have less than 15 minutes until we have to be off. The alarm came on and I was able to prolong another hour. Oh, all right. My computer is telling me that uh, I need to do some vital updates. And I told him that we need to make this show quick. And we're already 40 minutes. 46 minutes into... Uh, Doesn't recording. freaking matter. We Which still rambled for 20 minutes. In, in the show, but this is one of those things. So, I'm All back. right. So, we could we could do a couple things here. Um, 
Dave, you have two topics that you, you wanted to discuss. You could obviously talk about them both. Or you can just choose one. It's up to you um, which way you want to go with it. So I'm going to give you this opportunity and tell you the floor is yours. Okay, Wait, so the first start. thing I want to do. Uh, hang on, Dave. Hang on. Hang on, Dave. Wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll give the floor to Dave in a second. But I just gave um, the floor to Dave. I didn't well, give I it to you. Well, I took it from him. But it's not right, Chuck. You keep okay. yeah, doing so that. Yeah, so I broke the rules. Big deal. <laughs> um, do you think when Parma, like someone gets shaved Parmesan, they use a Bic? No, they go, okay, they go with Dollar Shave Club. Come on, what's, ah, what's, okay. that's a stupid Very good. question. Oh, All right, right back, to, back to you, Dave. Right. That's that's what we, that's that's what you, wow. So I bring this to a grinding first, halt for that. Yeah. I need, I, I need to talk about this turd burglar who decided to tell everybody at the Contemporary that there was that they needed to uh, evacuate. He was he was a uh, YouTuber, and he needed to tell everybody to evacuate because there was an active shooter at the Contemporary, and it basically had reverberating effects all over the Walt Disney World Resort because I had friends who were in Epcot at the time, and all of a sudden a whole bunch of security basically just rushed into Epcot and nobody knew what was going on. Now. I happened to be in Walt Disney World when this happened about maybe two weeks ago, and I was at the Animal Kingdom. I didn't see anything happening at that time, but apparently there was an issue at Epcot because of this, and they pretty much locked down the Contemporary Resort. This guy was found, he was arrested, he was banned from Disney property, as, and, he, should be. as he should be, and I, I, I'm just like befuddled on the stupidity of this one can somebody please comment before i have to before i start uh, throwing out some exp expletives on this i have one? words big shock i have words okay cow beer glass words good job thanks um no but really <sighs> So YouTube is a great medium. I thoroughly enjoy watching vloggers and and Disney vloggers and locals and news reports and, and podcasts. Yes, I watch people talk about things. It's fine. Um, this YouTube prank thing that has been running rampant recently with today's generation, damn kids, it it's got to stop. Like, there are real-world repercussions for what you're doing. Like, you, you, you were talking about this J Station guy who got his camera took in but never filed a police report. People are doing stupid things and having real-world um, results, whether they be arrested or whether they be arrested in trespass or any number of things, for, for what? what? What was that? I have no idea. Okay. So, like, I, I enjoy YouTubers. I enjoy their entertainment, but I wish people could be adults about things. Like, there is a comedic element to things. Um, I would say, say, joking about an active shooter or blatantly disrespecting other people isn't really that funny in a public situation if the other person isn't in on it. Agreed. Hang on. You want to know how to be someone's prison candy? That's how. Do stupid things, win stupid prizes. Awesome. Those are some great words. I, I'm actually thoroughly impressed that those words came out of your mouth. Which now, ones? Here's all, all of them, except the one that Dave had a t Dave's going to have to take out. But, Which you know, and I, one's going to hear? Just, true. All right. So 
I agree with everything you're saying, and I think that's the biggest issue. And Dave sees it. I see it all the time, you know, because we're around kids constantly um, in the educational world. And, you know, there's 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 a lot of problems when it comes to the idea of real world repercussions and real world situations and things that happen because again either the kids were brought up away where they didn't get consequences or they were coddled so much that they didn't realize there were actual consequences out there so the things that they say are you know they think are funny or jokes and they don't realize there's actually going to be a consequence you know a lot of my students will say i was just kidding you know i didn't mean it you know and I, and, and I try to give them you know these lessons and you know one of the greatest lessons that really hits home to them is be like you know okay well you were just kidding that's fine if i punch you in the face and say oh i was just kidding i was just fooling around do you think your parents are gonna be mad at me like, well, yeah, you can't really punch kids in the that's face pat we've talked about I, this all right sorry I, I, all right i won't anymore no i've never have in my life but they get the point really quickly and that that's the thing that that i think a lot of people they don't get they don't get the point of what they're doing actually can cause loads and loads and loads of problems and issues so you know i i think that this guy i i think he should be banned obviously banned he was banned from disney property i think he should be you know banned from just you know life at this moment in time because he's just a tool and, and we really don't need him that's a bit extreme i don't think anyone should be banned from life but i do think he should be locked in the closet underneath the stairs oh uh, do you do you do realize i'm in a closet right now though right My i'm not studio. gonna touch Those, that Oh, okay. Well, I have to come out of the closet sooner or later, anyway. So, my my new house that's you know getting you know torn apart right now and, and getting you know all this cool stuff put in it. You know the the closet that we actually are gonna have. Um, you know, my son is actually gonna live into live in it for a little while. Uh, <laughs> so it's a lot bigger than this closet, which is great. And yeah, we promised the kids all their own rooms, and then we decided to flip flop something, and we kind of lost one of the rooms that was gonna be easier for our youngest to to sleep in. And that turned into what's going to be our closet. So he's going to live in that closet for a little while until our oldest one goes mm. to college. And then he's going to have to switch out. So this advertisement fun. for Department of Social Services brought to you by Pat. <laughs> well, no, see, honestly, it's not our closet ra- at the time. I, I wanted, it's going to I'd be rather in our see closet. a kid in a closet without no window and no uh, actual. Uh, oh, no, he has a window. He has a window. And it's not a closet. It's a small. He has a window. And, why does your closet and, have a window? Why, why and, are we and, talking and, about and, this? And it also has central air. This is then, then, then it's not fine. a closet. This is a person who grew up with an older brother who uh, we hardly got along with until he actually left the house and got married. And I had to spend 23 years living in the same room with him. And we uh, ended up trying to kill each other at one point. He had he had me in the ER getting stitches, and I had him in the ER getting a cast on his hand. At the same time, so <laughs> let's just say that things were a bit crazy at that at growing up. All right, and you know All what? Right. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a great segue back into this actual conversation. Dave, were there consequences to your actions? Yeah, I had to pay the co-payments. Perfect. No, oh, perfect. All right, so oh, let's get back into Disney. And Dave, your other thing that you wanted to talk about, uh, run, you know, again, consequences, um, run Disney. Dates. Okay, so if run Disney I ran dates have been race, announced I got lots of for 2019. So the virtual running shorts races June 1st, August 31st are on sale on June 26th. People don't do it. Oh, it's not that. a... Um, it's basically Disney uh, saying, here, give me money for no reason. They send you a medal. You don't get to run in Walt Disney World. The Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend 
goes on sale on July 19th. The Dopey Challenge changed my life. I'm going to be down there doing the half marathon. Come meet me. Disney Princess. I've seen a lot of women empower themselves with this race. You get a lot of women who have overcome some major obstacles in their life that they run this race as a celebration of life and just to show just how strong they are. And it's probably one of the most life-changing events uh, of the Disney calendar. So this one is very much worth it. It's on February 21st to 24th. It has a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. Uh, it opens up on August 7th. They have another Star Wars virtual half marathon. Uh, I'm going to hold my breath, Two? and uh, this was the one that they had to cancel out of. This would be the uh, dark side of it, which actually the light side, which would be the California races. They had to uh, basically uh, stop the California races because of all of the Galaxy's Edge information. And they have the dark side weekend in Walt Disney World, April 4th to the 7th, and it goes on sale on August 20th. Now... With that said, a lot of people are not runners, and they use Disney runs as a way to uh, really start themselves onto a uh, path of better health and just challenging themselves. So with that, I actually want, because it's about a year and a, it's a year and one day that I got a very good friend of mine, Jeanette Pellegrini, to start running her race, her, start running. And she completed the Princess Half Marathon. And it was a very empowering experience for her. So we're going to put her on the spot. I'm going to call her now. And I'm going to ask her to talk about her experience with Run Disney. So she has no idea that I'm calling her. So let's just have a little fun with this. So when you call her, hey, Jeanette, this is Dave Koch from the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You're on the air. Hello? Hey, you. Hey, so uh, I'm going to put you on the spot now. I, I'm recording the Mickey Dudes podcast, and we're talking Run Disney, and I decided that I'm just going to put you on the spot. And I'm, I want you to tell me your story about Running Princess, because it was a, actually, when I, by my calculations, it was one year and one day ago that you decided that you were going to start running, and you were going to set a goal for uh, your uh, running experience. So... You're being put on the spot right now on my uh, cell phone. Tell me about your run D- Disney experience. Awesome. I, I, am, I am putting a pause on the conversation because I will be home in two minutes and then I can actually talk. Okay. Not a problem. So, you are, a, uh, are you driving? Yeah, I'm driving. Okay, I'm so the first thing I need to do is yell me. at you for answering your phone while you're driving. Seriously, what are you doing, girl? She got, she's, she's, she's got you there, Dave. Yeah, she does. Have you there, Dave? And she can't hear us, though. No, she can't hear. She can't hear Pat or or, or uh, Chuck. Or Chuck. That's yeah. I was almost going to call you. Or whatever your name is. Or whoever you are. I'm sorry. I've been drinking copious amounts of alcohol tonight, so I forgot who you are. That's the only yeah. way I could deal with you. Fine. That's how that's how I deal with you, but that's another story for another time. But I love you. Oh boy! This episode of Mickey Dudes After Dark brought to you by Heineken. 
which is funny on two levels. They can hear you, but you can't yes, hear we, them. Well, I, I will answer the question, but you can hear me. Well, while this occurs, I'm going to be right back. Okay. I need a drink of water. Chuck's going through I've been bathroom. yelling. I believe I said water. And knowing you, you're going to leave this whole conversation on the podcast. Probably. Pat, while we're Pat, while we're waiting for Jeanette, we should just we should just transition into the other issue at hand. What's the other issue at hand? Disneyland. Oh, see, I just I disagree with what you're about to say, but all right. What happened in Disneyland? Okay, so annual pass holders were informed that the, their annual pass is changing for 2019. Now, this is a uh, indication of what Walt Disney World might be doing because with Disneyland, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to be opening earlier than the actual uh, Walt Disney World version of Galaxy's Edge. And apparently now, the hopper tickets for annual pass holders are not going to be available on certain dates. It used to be where if you were blocked out of a Disneyland annual pass because there were various different tiers, you could go you couldn't go to either Disneyland or Disney California Adventure. Now to manage crowds, it seems that Disneyland is going to be blocked out on certain dates and Disneyland annual pass holders can only go to California Adventure. This makes sense considering the huge uh, crowd that uh, Galaxy's Edge is going to be uh, attracting. And I kind of feel that this is indicative of what's going to happen with uh, Walt Disney World because the Hollywood Studios is a very, 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 very small park. And it's not designed to handle the crowds that Galaxy's Edge is going to pull in. With Animal Kingdom being the largest park out there, crowds in Pandora are crazy. Can you imagine what's going to happen in the Hollywood Studios? I kind of feel that this is a uh, preview of what's going to happen for annual pass holders in Walt Disney World. Where you're going to be able to go to every park except Disney's Hollywood Studios to experience Galaxy's Edge on certain dates. Pat? Yeah, alright. Here's here's the thing. I, I When I said before, I, I disagree with you. I could see what you're saying the more I think about it as you were talking. I guess that does make sense. It's not like the, you know, the pass holders now in Disney World don't get blocked out um, of certain days, but they do, but they're blocked out of everywhere. So. It all depends on what which one you have. If you're Florida right, resident, if you have the Yes, but if you're if you're actually a tourist annual pass holder who comes a lot, your pa- annual passes don't have a blackout. Right, if it's dates. a platinum. Right, yeah. if it's a platinum one, it's got a blackout. Whereas but the gold if you're a Disneyland and if you're a Disneyland annual pass holder and you're a California tourist, there are and there are blackout dates because I used to I used to have a Disneyland annual pass, and I was subject to certain blackout dates. And that's why I didn't renew it. Yeah. All right. So I could definitely see them, you know, I, I could definitely see them, you know, closing down the studios for a while. And that will, you know, I, I guess, I guess could control the crowds somewhat. Um, nope. You know, but I, I, I don't. I, yeah. 
I still think it's going to be absolute insanity. And, you know, with Avatar and Pandora and having three hour lines, you know, this stuff in Star Wars is going to it's going to be worse. Well, I have a question about that. So the thought is the Disneyland annual passes. Some of them do have built in blackout dates, right? Yes, we that, discussed that's the, this while you were in the bed. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm making a point. Yes. Some of those have blackout dates, right? And those are the only ones that are affected by this. I believe that the Platinum at their their uh, their largest annual pass, the most expensive one, is not blacked out. But the okay. one... This is a locals park, and basically what they're trying to do is basically Well, that, that's, say, that's not the point. So there are passes... That they sell, the majority of the passes that they sell do not have black or do have blackout dates, right? Yes. So when they sell the pass, the purchaser is under the acknowledgement. Oh yeah. That their pass will have a blackout date. So Disney can't really do that with their the majority of their pass holders being annual or platinum pass holders, right? No, they because actually, that's not they actually the, do that with the Florida resident passes. But this one, when there are blackout dates, you can't go to any of the parks altogether. Now, Disneyland is basically just blacking out Disneyland on certain days. So people can't go to Disneyland. Okay, so I misunderstood. actually go to California Adventure. And it's just basically, it seems to be to control crowds going to Galaxy's Edge. So that everybody has a um, decent experience and not you're not, you're waiting eight hours in line you're waiting four hours in line rather than eight hours in line okay so i misunderstood well it's not the first time now correct all right so that, you know here's the thing it's going to be crazy no matter what speaking of crazy dave we are going long right now this is actually going to be a longer one of our longer shows and since you edited it actually I'm um, make obviously jeff i do want you year. to go <laughs> i'm gonna make jeff edit this one so all right. Um, so obviously, you know, we still have one more segment that you want to bring up. So is she ready to go? All right. Um, so I, you know, I don't. The, here's the thing, especially down in Walt Disney World, not necessarily Disneyland, but we will see. Obviously, with Galaxy's Edge opening sooner in California, we, we will see some of the craziness and see, you know, maybe they'll learn something from it down in Florida and they'll be able to, you know, figure some things out. But the crowds right now, everything is just so insane. There's no off season anymore. We all know that. So I don't if if Pandora was any sign of what's to come, you know, I, you know, I don't know how to, I don't your thoughts on is Toy Story Land really, you know, obviously it's going to open at the end of this month. Is it really, is, is, is that going to draw the people? Like, is it, is it going to be three hour lines for Slinky Dog Dash? You know, are we going to get that long lines for that? Does anybody think that? Not for Slinky No, I don't think Toy Story is going to be that big of a draw. Um, it's going to move the needle, but uh, the three hour wait, I don't, I don't think we're going to get see that there, Pat. Nah. I you know I don't either and you know sorry Doug over at WDW Main Street. Who's that? You know I, uh, I <laughs> he's your best friend. Um, now I know that you love Toy Story and you love everything about it and you can't wait for Toy Story Land to open. But I think I think that there's there's going to be you know I think the everybody's going to run over to it but they want to go. Obviously you can't you can't get you know Fast Pass pluses. You couldn't get them at the 30 day window. Everybody took them at the 60 day window for the two new rides. And, you know, all that stuff. So I think it's going to be great. And I think it's going to have a long, you know, wait or wait times and things of that nature. I just don't think it's going to approach what, you know, Flight of Passage is. And Flight no. of Passage a year later still 
as really long lines and you know waiting for you know an extraordinary amount of time i think there i think the rides at toy story land are going to be more like navi river journey i think people are going to go on it they're going to think it's okay you know and then they're going to move on and i don't see that i don't see it you know being if you look at navi river journey the wait times have gone down pretty drastically comparatively speaking to when they first started so i think that's going to happen with toy story land i don't think that roller coaster is going to be going to have enough appeal to wait in line all that long after you've done it once you know or unless you have a fast pass same idea with seven doors mine train you know i think it's great but i won't ride it unless there's a fast pass there's no way after i wrote it once twice whatever it is now you watch i've read it quite a few times three now. times a lady but <laughs> oh look at the kenny rogers reference um if you know i'm not gonna wait an hour and a half for that i'm not gonna wait two hours for for that that just makes no sense but i would wait two hours for if i had to was flight of passage I'll, I'll i would do that i think that ride's that good but i don't think toy story land's gonna have anything that remotely comes close to that ride but was dave just talking because i saw his face but no I had my microphone on mute. Actually, what I was saying was my cutoff for Flight of Passage is 90 minutes. And this is a great conversation, but uh, Miss Jeanette is ready to uh, speak because she's safely parked and she can actually speak to us now. So, Jeanette? That's fine. We were stalling for time yes, anyways. I'm here, sitting in my car. Would you please tell us about your Run Disney experience uh, over the last year? Okay, well, exactly one year ago yesterday, I was with you, Dave, in the Animal Kingdom in the pouring rain in the monsoon, and we decided to go into a restaurantosaurus. I'm going to stop you for one second. When you actually, when we have, when we talk about the conversation, censor it for, uh, censor it because we don't have an explicit rating. Yeah. So okay. continue. Keep it G-rated. Continue. Okay. Uh, so we were, uh, where were we? We were in the Animal Kingdom in the pouring rain and decided to go get something to eat over at Restaurantosaurus. And over a plate of chicken fingers, we started talking and I was complaining about how unhappy I was with myself. It was the most I ever weighed in my life, and she was just really not happy, pretty miserable. So Dave says to me, uh, so what are you going to do about it? And my response, I'm going to complain about it because it's the American way. So he, uh, he said, why don't you start running? So I know Dave's had a long history with Run Disney. You know, I definitely am familiar with all the races and stuff, just listening to various podcasts and listening to Dave and his stories. And he said, start off small. Start running uh, for five seconds and then walk around. So I took it to heart, and when we came home, I decided it just that. I started running five seconds, walking 55 seconds. I did it for like 15 minutes a day over the summertime. Um, and then Dave had originally suggested that I possibly run the 5K or the 10K for the Disney Princess weekend. And he joked around and said, why don't you run the half marathon? And I looked at him and said, you're crazy, that's not going to happen. So he said, let's start off small, let's look and see if there's any um, local races, you know, like a turkey trot for Thanksgiving. So we found one by my house. That was a five-mile turkey trot, 
I trained all summer long. Thanksgiving came around, did the five mile turkey trot, and somehow or other, that idea of 5K or 10K for the princess, because we had already booked rooms, we were going to go, snowballed into the princess half marathon. So, fast forward to February, thanks to Dave and his wonderful coaching and training, I completed my very first half marathon, second race ever. And since then, we ended up signing up for the Star Wars half marathon. And due to Dave's injury, he left me all alone for that one. But I also was able to complete the Star Wars half marathon. I did the virtual race, and I got my Kessel Run medal, which is the Millennium Falcon, and I am so super proud of that. And on the week front, oh year later, I am now 20 pounds lighter. Also signed up for Weight Watchers, which helps immensely. And I am, I can now fit into clothes I haven't been able to fit into in a couple of years. So, that's my Run Disney story. Thank you, Jeanette. And my point with that is a lot of people say, oh, I can't run, I have bad knees, or this and that. Jeanette never expected to be a runner. And it was just one of those things that just kind of was one of those things that just snowballed. It started off of, okay, well, let's just try to see what happened. And it took on a life of its own. So, run Disney. It really if, did. Yep. Sorry. If you are a fan of Disney and you're looking to just basically make a uh, good move that will help your health, you know, take Jeanette's story to heart. You know, she had a year. It wasn't even it wasn't even a year with within with it started in June and the following February she was running her first half marathon when she could barely get around the track once once beforehand Pat take this to heart so she she pushed herself I think so it was one of those it was one of those things that started off I'm not gonna say it started off as a joke it started off as a pie in the sky idea that she ran with, and she was able literally. to, what? Literally ran with. Exactly, literally ran with, and she was able to do these amazing things with this. So ladies and gentlemen, we're all Disney fans here. We're a podcast for Disney fans, by Disney fans. If you are somewhat on the cusp about getting healthy and just trying to do something and challenging yourselves, Go with Jeanette's story. Listen to what she just said and everything. And I have her right now on my cell phone and everything. We're going to actually have her one day on this show uh, when she's a little bit more calm now that we put her on the spot because she's been afraid to come on the show and just kind of just talk uh, off the cuff. So this way kind of works yeah. a little bit better. This time I can actually hear the other guys on the show. I don't even know who else who the rotating uh, commentators are tonight. Right now it's... Uh, wait, wait, right Dave. Did she Chuck? understand the rotating commentators joke? No, she did not get the rotating commentators. Ask her! No, I'm not going to ask her because it was, it was stupid. <laughs> what was it, the spinning <laughs> you're not, commentators? You're not helping, Jeanette. Thank you. <laughs> So with that said, tonight it's Pat and Chuck. So we will have Hi, definitely Pat. have. Hi, Chuck. Nice to not hear you. Hi, nice to. Well, actually, we can't hear you. So yes, uh. a little a little <laughs> secret, ladies and gentlemen. We we record our own. Uh, we record our own 
audio files and then we mix them together afterwards, so. And, and um, can I say, I am petrified of what is being said that I am not hearing right now that I will be hearing. Well, I panicked for a minute when Dave said we record our own audio files because I haven't been recording and then I remember yeah. Pat was here. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we have to do it a little <laughs> different. You know, I will say this, so Jeanette, when you hear this, you know, your story is inspirational and I think um, a lot of people can take it from it. So I know you can't hear me um, right now, but when you do listen to the show, bravo. Um, I think you should be really, really proud of yourself. And, you know, and I, I can guarantee you once people hear this, you have changed the life of at least one other person and I can guarantee probably more. So bravo and well done. And who's, All right, but who's that, life have you changed? What? Actually, that was that was that was uh, set up towards uh, Pat. Pat, are you gonna run run Disney race? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, at one point in time I do plan on running something. So, um, you know, you ran once, for office. I, I did running. run. For, I, I did. I did run for office. I didn't win that either. So, but that's um, right. That's true. That is true. So, um, I I will I will at one point in time. Hopefully, my lungs get straightened out um, in the near future, and then um, maybe quite maybe one day someday soon anyway so with that being said we have got to go this show has run really long but before we go um i would like to take this opportunity to say two things uh, about our sponsors guys if you want the world's greatest coffee i say this week after week every time i'm on and every time that you see me on twitter or you see me on facebook we're always posting stuff about joffrey's coffee joffrey's coffee is the greatest coffee in the world in my opinion and i bet you if you try it, it will be your opinion as well so head on over to joffreys.com and order some today and if you're looking to save thousands of dollars i talked about being a dvc member already tonight um if you're looking to save money on getting those dvc points head on over to dvcresalemarket.com and get all their latest listings get their questions that you need answers by them they are all former uh, Disney cast members that worked for DVC. They know the business inside and out, and they will help you. They're a part of our family. Make them a part of yours. So with that, gentlemen, I am going to sign off. Where can everybody reach you on social media? Dave. I can be found on social media at Figments Reality on Instagram. You can find me at the same spot on Twitter, but I don't use it much. So find me at Dave Koch on Facebook. Jeanette, where can you be found on Facebook? Social media. I think Jeanette Pellegrini on Facebook, uh, Instagram. I think it's Jeanette Pellegrini or Jeanette Pellegrini Photography. You, you can see how much I use social media. Um, and I think my Twitter handle is Jeanette Pellegrini, but I never use it. So well, you're gonna need to start. You're gonna need to start doing that because you're gonna need to start. To, uh, basically uh, motivating Mickey Dude podcast fans to uh, start running and have such a success story as you did. And thank you for uh, coming on on the cuff and uh, being put on the spot because this worked quite uh, well. Thank you, Dave, and I wouldn't expect anything else from you. Yes. I'm going to hang up now and I'll call you later on. Thank you for that. So. Thank you. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Say good night, but you can't hear me. Yeah, you. I know. I said, you know, I just, just, um, all right. So Chuck, where can everybody find you on well, the social media outlets? Before I tell people that you got to say a couple words. Can I say a couple? Sure. A, B, C. Those are letters. One, two, three. That's, those are numbers. Oh. Do, re, mi. That, what? That's, those are uh, arpeggios. I don't think all those right, are notes. Chuck, are those arpeggios? 
By learning your, Chuck, where can they find all your you? skills in your um, I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat and reading from a dictionary. You can read awesome. too? And pins. No, he, he Eraser. Cannot. GoPro. I would Crayon. I would like to erase a lot of things from this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney, and you can find me you can find me on Facebook at Patchinetti. You can find us all on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Have a good night. And we're sorry. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon. Charles in charge, in charge of our, our days, days and, and our, our nights. nights.